coming up this week on The Youth Perspective. The thing about singleness, I think so many people often look at it like it's a death sentence or like it's their karma. Like they're single because it's something that they're doing wrong. But the truth is, singleness is not anything like a punishment, like most people think. And so we know that singleness is not punishment. But I think suffering starts at how we look at our singleness, right? And when we look at singleness as a negative thing, we tend to feel like we're failing if we happen to be single people. The Youth Perspective, where we shine the light on the youth of our nation. You don't want to miss this episode each Saturday at 7.30 p.m. on 1540 a.m. Power 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas. I'm trying to be great And I'm on my way Way up, way up, way up It's never too late And I'm on my way I'ma leave my mark Ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Ready, set. Go. With so much negativity being yielded at the youth of our nation, it seems hard to find any signs of a bright future. Coming from a legendary past, the new generation of Bahamians seek to take this nation to heights it's never seen. That's where the youth perspective comes in. We seek to display tomorrow's leaders in every facet of society. Each show will focus on today's pace setters trendsetters, movers and shakers, and the next generation of great, impactful Bahamians. We seek to uplift, motivate, and encourage our listeners. Tune in as we address issues of importance with wisdom and intelligence, all from the youth perspective.
and we're back. Welcome to another edition of The Youth Perspective, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you so much for being a part of the show. And uh, we've been having ourselves a tremendous, tremendous time this season interviewing some incredible persons. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're unfamiliar or you're not sure what The Youth Perspective is all about, it's about shining the light on the youth of our nation, all right, to be able to showcase some of the wonderful, the brilliant, the amazing talent that we have, not just here in the country, but Bahamians doing things around the world at large. We feature organizations as well uh, that are focused along the lines of youth and youth development, also persons in the area of youth advocacy. And so we've had a wide ranging of guests on the youth perspective, but I'm so happy, I'm so excited because this is the first time we've had this particular guest on the show. And I do believe this will not be his final time, all right? But if you're not sure, you're locked in to 1540 AM, Power 104.5 FM, the national voice of the Bahamas, Inspiration 107.9 FM, where it's all gospel all the time, and ZNS3 810 AM in Grand Bahama. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to give a round of applause in the kitchen while you're driving, uh, while you're, you're getting ready to board the plane for the one and the only Dr. Harrison Thompson. He joins us this evening on The Youth Perspective, and he is a cognitive behavioral therapist, all right, and over there at Relationship Management. Uh, and, of course, he's been doing a tremendous job. He's a, he's a global figure. I'm going to say a global figure, and he's been doing some incredible things over the years. Uh, good evening, Dr. Thompson. How are you doing this, this evening? I am well, man. Thank you for that very energetic introduction. I receive all of those things, man. I love the flowers. I love the flowers. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, sir. It is so great to uh, to have you on the show. And uh, as I said, uh, you know, you're, you're a global figure. Uh, and, of course, you've won awards uh, to that effect uh, here locally. Uh, and, of course, uh, you are a go-to yeah. source uh, for persons, particularly on social media, uh, and uh, you, you share a lot of insightful information. We're going to make sure that you give out that information uh, before we wrap up the show. Uh, but for those who don't know yeah. anything about Dr. Thompson, they only see you in a, in a more professional manner uh, when you're on the news or when you're on the radio shows. Just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into our conversation this evening. Yeah, man. So a lot of people don't know this, but I am an anime junkie and I'm a science nerd. I love everything to do with space with planets mm -hmm. astrophysics you name it it's my hobby i love that i enjoy that i am also a gym rat i love the gym um but the gym nowadays does more for me than just building my body it gives me an opportunity to see where i'm at mentally and emotionally and so being in this line of work as you can imagine it's so important to make sure that you take care of your internal space because the absence of feeling like there's a problem doesn't always mean that you are well mm -hmm. and so for that reason i really love working out and I love spending time at home. I have a two-year-old daughter who was born on my birthday, August 23rd. Mm. So that is the gift that continues to keep on giving right. for at least 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so thankful that I have a family to call my own. And I'm so happy to be in the presence of the living because this is something that we often take for granted. So I'm here. I'm ready to, to get down with whatever it is you got to throw at me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he's ready, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, uh, because this is a youth show and uh, we know that a lot of persons are listening in, uh, they fall in, you know, a various amount of categories. You know, you got the single, you got the persons who are in relationships, you got the married folks. And uh, maybe we may come back and do another show uh, for you married folks. But we want to do, you know, talk this uh, evening uh, for the singles. All right. 
And, uh, you know, I've been having these conversations with, with a few of the young guys who I talk to who are sting, still single. There ain't many of them in, in my circle. Many of them are married and they got kids now. Uh, but for those who are still single, I, I've really been... <laughs> really been encouraging them to enjoy their singleness and i think that um as we go through life uh, we have this this propensity to want to jump to the next stage of life all right so you're single you can't wait to get married and then when you get married you can't wait to have children but a lot of persons want to rush through that season they want to rush through those different times and they don't want to smell the roses per se and so, Doc, that's where we want to start, that, that road and that season of singleness. You know, the thing about singleness, I think so many people often look at it like it's a death sentence or like it's their karma, like they're single because of something that they're doing wrong. But the truth is, singleness is not anything like a punishment, like most people think. Singleness is a state of being. Mm. Every single person that has a lot, that's alive today and that was ever alive is at one point in time single. And so we know that singleness is not punishment. But I think suffering starts at how we look at our singleness, right? Mm. And when we look at singleness as a negative thing, we tend to feel like we're failing if we happen to be single people. And so you can imagine that that pushes so many people into settling for something that they do not deserve, settling for people that do not deserve to be in their life, simply because they are trying to win the fight against singleness. And I would rather you be single and unhappy than to be in a relationship and suffering. But that's just my five cents on that one. And uh, you know, you know, some persons would actually rather be in a relationship suffering than be single. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I, I is it, is it the the toxic, uh, is it the toxic traits maybe that we have uh, learned maybe from television or certain shows that that we have come into contact with that shows. Uh, persons um, maybe not exhibiting uh, great habits. And so we carry that over into our, our relationships and we say, hey, this is what it should be. All right. This is what it should be. And we, we carry that out. I think sometimes what it is, we have allowed society's standards to permeate our own. And because I think it is a natural human social dynamic to want to be in a relationship because we're social creatures. Naturally, when we start to see that it's our friends who are getting married or it's our friends who are moving into relationships, you know, we just came through Valentine's Day. And so it's like these are the moments that sometimes can make us feel like being single is a problem when being single is not the problem. A lot of times the problem is that we don't necessarily know how to identify what is and what is not good for me. So we end up following our feelings, but our feelings don't always show us everything that's going on in our relationship. And so by the time we actually find out that these relationships are unhealthy or toxic or that maybe even we've rushed, the cost, the hurt, the pain has already taken grip of who we are. And now this is yet something else that we have to recover from. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something interesting that uh, me and my wife had a conversation with uh, just a few weeks ago. And uh, we talk about we talked about how persons who um, maybe get married at times uh, sometimes they believe that getting married is going to make you whole, right? It's going to complete you in some way that this person is going to come beside you and automatically you're going to be filled and everything is going to be roses and peaches, but not understanding that in your singleness is where you need to get that wholeness, right? And not look for it to come through yes. a relationship or in marriage. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, whatever you go into your marriage with, or even any relationship, 
it's likely that that's going to be the most that you ever find. And I mm -hmm. say it's going to be likely because it doesn't mean that people can't change. Mm -hmm. But to bank on that change is a very risky thing because you don't have the power to choose what direction people change in. And so when you are a whole person, or at least you're aiming to be a whole person, it means that the worst thing that can happen to you if your relationship doesn't work out is that you go back to loving yourself. Mm. And I think to me that's a beautiful insurance policy because I would hate for people to suffer in relationships just because they'd rather suffer in that than to be unhappy and to be single. And when you are a whole person, you need that person less. Mm. When you need someone to be something for you, when you need someone to be more protective, when you need someone to be less triggering, all of a sudden now you're asking this person to become something just so that you can feel safe. When really it makes more sense to look at a person for who they are and to ask yourself, is this someone that I want to spend my life with? And I think from that vantage point, you have a little bit more control over as to which direction your life and relationship is going in. Yeah. And you said something interesting. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I saw this during my time uh, when I was in COB, now UB, of uh, women, mostly women. And I think it happens with men, too. So I don't want to generalize it too much. Uh, but one person trying to change the other person. Right. And so um, sometimes they get married and they saying, you know what, this this person is going to change. I, I know I'm going to I'm going to route them. I'm going to argue them into it. I'm going to beat them over the head uh, with this change. Um, but uh, the late great mm -hmm. uh, Maya Angelou, who's, who's Maya Angelou, John. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting done that. <laughs> the late great Maya Angelou said that if you. Uh, see a person and you meet a person, you have to respect and understand where they are. And so trying to force them to change, yeah. to become something that they're not is a very dangerous game, as you said. Yeah, it is. You know, we can't take the risk of needing people to be something before we can be happy mm -hmm. because this world is not a nice place. And I say that respectfully. You know, there's always things that we can improve upon, but needing people to improve first before you move forward with your life, that's a death sentence. And so people have to stop waiting to feel safe before they start living their life. And the only way to start living your life is to make sure that being a whole person is your first and foremost goal. And uh, as we have uh, just moved through Valentine's Day, uh, and uh, every day, every day should be a, a day of love. Every day should be a day where we show love. Uh, but you know what's important and what's in, in imperative? And uh, I went through my own struggles growing up, and I'll share this. I share this publicly with persons that um, I had. I dealt a lot with a lack of self-love. All right, and it was something that I had to uh, gradually get myself into with enjoying myself, right? And wanting to be great with mm. myself. And so what um, ways, what encouragement can you give persons who are trying to understand this idea of self-love, right? And so when you say um, taking yourself out for a dinner, all right, or taking yourself out for lunch, and it, it kind of boggles their mind because they they like, no, I want somebody to take me out, Right. But that's a form of self-love. And so right. what other forms of self-love could you could you share with us? Um, I, w I would want to edit that a bit to say maybe that's a form of self-enjoyment. Okay, right? self because we have okay. the ability to tolerate a lot of things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that is a, that is a conscious effort in terms of building our self-love back up. Mm. Self-love is actually probably one of the most daunting things that a human being can ever do, mm. simply because the decisions that they're going to have to make 
is going to threaten familiarity, is going to threaten their peace sometimes, but it is totally necessary to have more long-term happiness and joy. And so, for example, self-love is sitting down and reevaluating if the relationships that you are holding onto in your life are benefiting you or holding you back. A lot of us don't want to do that. Why? Because sometimes we may realize that we've been holding on to things for a whole lot longer than we should have, and we can't reconcile that maybe I've been wasting time. Self-love is about asking yourself if there are some things that you need to let go of, right? Some people that, that you've kind of held responsible for your status and placement in life, some things that you have refused to accept but that you're continually trying to forget by moving forward. Self-love is not an easy thing to do. If anything, love is one of the hardest things to do because love is not a feeling. Mm. Love is what you are committing to. Love doesn't necessarily mean that because you have it, you're going to have happiness. But to love yourself means that you are choosing to deal with the things that are really and truly affecting you and not just trying to feel better. And so self-love is about being better. Anybody can feel better in this world, right? There's no shortage of escapes. But to be better takes a conscious decision to look at your life and to challenge some of the things that you have never thought you had to challenge before. For persons who um, are in, you know, they're, they're trying to navigate um, this road of singleness and really trying to make the most out of it um, instead of, uh, you know, kind of sitting down and wishing for that next season. Um, is there any practical steps that you can give us um, to be able to enjoy fully um, my, sing my, my season of singleness uh, while preparing for what is that next step? Yeah, naturally, man. I think when people actually authentically enjoy their singleness, they give themselves an opportunity to move to the next level and they don't even realize. Mm -hmm. So many people very rarely are present in their lives. They're always trying to get ready for the next thing. On Monday, we're getting ready for Tuesday. On Tuesday, we're getting ready for Wednesday and so on and so forth. But how many people are actually present in what is happening in their life right now? How many people are actually present in the happiness that they can have right now? Or are they too busy trying to build their tomorrows today? I think when people can get back to being present, only, only dealing with the things that they have the power to control, all of a sudden, you living in the moment gives you access to other moments, and you don't even realize it. Because when you are being authentically you, you are letting your light shine. And when you are letting your light shine, you are allowing the right kind of people that God has set out there for you to find you. And so the goal is not to find those people. The goal is to live in your light. The goal is to live in your purpose. And when you live in your purpose, the right conclusion to your singleness will come organically. And that to me is something that I think everybody needs to be more embracing of, being present in the right now. Wow, I love it. Being present in the right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful evening right now. But uh, as you go out tomorrow, uh, you know, go out smell the roses, you know, go uh, walk on the beach. All right. Be intentional about living this life. All right. For whatever time and season that we have it, make the most out of it. Go hug somebody. Go love on somebody. Yeah, that's great stuff right there. And ladies and gentlemen, our time is going so quickly with Dr. Harrison uh, before before we get his closing comments and get ready to wrap up the interview this evening uh, for persons who want to connect with you. They want to find you on social media, uh, dog. They maybe want to sit down and have a conversation with you. Uh, how can they uh, be able to find you on social media and uh, and or professionally? Yes. Yeah, definitely, man. So if you ever wanted to book an appointment for yourself, you can call the office directly at three, five, six, seven, nine, eight, three or four. 
uh, you can speak with Miss Linda Thompson or Mr. Knowles, and they will be happy to assist you with bookings. If you wanted to kind of find me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at HT4Real. That's the number four. Um, or you can go on Facebook and type in Harrison Thompson. Uh, my personal page and my professional page will both pop up. And I'm very transparent on both of those. Or if you are on Twitter, you can follow me at I am Harrison 242 Yeah, definitely. Now, before we let you go, uh, is there any closing comments you want to leave with the uh, listening audience uh, about any of the topics that we have talked about or anything that's been on your mind that you'd want to share? Yeah, so there's no such thing as finding a healthy relationship. There are just healthy individuals that happen to meet one another. And so get it out of your heads that finding the right relationship is going to be something that will just present itself. But remember that when you are working on being the best version of you, not by always doing more, but sometimes learning how to do less better, you put yourself in the perfect position to receive everything that God has called you to receive. And when you remove yourself out of this right now, you put yourself into very unpredictable situations that you may or may not be able to see your way out of. And so always remember that when you are being the best version of yourself, the healthiest version of yourself, always aiming to be a more whole version of yourself, you are right where you need to be. And you're right on time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Dr. Harrison Thompson. Uh, Dr. Harrison, any shout outs? You want to shout out to anybody uh, before we let you go? Yeah, man. Shout out to my wife, Brittany Thompson, who also went to QC. A lot of yeah. your QC comments may know her. Shout out to her. Shout out to my wife. Uh, and shout out to everybody out there who is fighting silent battles where people may not necessarily know what you are going through. But every single day you wake up with a smile. You wake up with the commitment that it's who you're going to be, not necessarily how you feel. Shout out to yourselves and make sure that you treat yourself for everything you have done today. We thank you so much for joining us on this edition of The Youth Perspective. It has been a pleasure, my brother, and we look forward to uh, being able to do this again sometime. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we were joined on this edition of The Youth Perspective by the one and only Dr. Harrison Thompson, all right, who is a cognitive behavioral therapist and uh, over there at Relationship Management. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's a young person, a millennial, doing some incredible things uh, in around the country and by the globe, all right? So keep your eye on him, ladies and gentlemen. When he blow up, you could be able to say, hey, I heard him under your perspective. <laughs> And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, enjoy your evening. Thanks so much for locking it into the Youth Perspective. We'll see you again next week, Saturday. We'll do it all over again with a brand new show. Have a good I'm trying to be great, and I'm on my way. Way up, way up, way up. It's never too late, and I'm on my way. I'm going to leave my mark, ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Ready, set. I hope you enjoyed another edition of the Youth Perspective. Stay tuned for more interviews, more in-depth conversation, great music as we seek to encourage, empower, impact, and uplift our youth of this nation. Here on the Youth Perspective, we'll see you next time right here on the Youth Perspective with Capture and Jamal.